Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, it happened. We're here. This is not the hot chip challenge. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, this is the last podcast before you face like just your untimely death. I sh- should I go get it? Should I just run and go yeah, get show, it? show it off? Show it off. No, just All right, off. I'll be right back. I'll be yeah, right you back. You, you set the scene. Tell, yeah, tell us what the scene. Listen, guys, North Texas has hired its new coach three days after naming Jared Mosley its athletic director. Eric Morris, Washington State's offensive coordinator, is now – there he is. You got the hot chip? I'm back. I'm back. Sorry I interrupt you. That was really fast. That thing's big. <laughs> I haven't opened it. It's still – it's all taped together. Yeah, I have yeah. not opened it. You want to take a gander at it real quick? A little sneaky? No. No. Nope. Right. Don't touch it. I think there are gloves in here. I'm yeah, it sure can they're... burn your hands. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are gloves in here. So I'm not going to open it. That will be tomorrow. Tomorrow's podcast. Wednesday's podcast. I'm so excited. The Pocky. Why couldn't you have got, gotten hired tomorrow? Right? Just done it all tomorrow. It is uh, – what does it say? Uh, Carolina, uh, Carolina Reaper. Reaper and Scorpion Pepper. Yeah. Good hybrid. So there you go. Tomorrow, check that out. That'll be out. Man, you're gonna actually hate yourself. I know. I have a little bit of ice cream. I have milk. I actually bought milk. Just do we? This. How long? How long you plan on lasting? I'm gonna try what? to do five minutes. On their website, it's one minute or ten minutes. You don't get. There's no five minutes. Five minutes is the goal. Five minutes is the goal. We'll see. Right. We'll do five. We'll do five. We'll do five. Anyways, we'll see. Eric um, Morris, Bruni. Yes, Eric Morris. Did you set the scene? Did you set the table? I mean, you kind of cut me off. I was just going to say he was the offensive coordinator at Washington State, and he's now the head coach of North Texas. Yes, yes, yes. Um, We have a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of thoughts. We'll try to keep this kind of short, sweet to the point. Um, I have a pizza in the oven, so can't go too much longer than that. Um, but yeah, Eric Morris, a name that was not one of the ones that was, you know, hyped up, right? We read the football scoop articles. We um, read a bunch of people's thoughts and like, oh, this candidate would be this candidate would be good. Um, we uh, we got duped at one point, I guess would be the word when it was. Man, that would have been an awful hire. <laughs> um, we got duped yesterday. We were like, oh gosh, is it is it gonna be Kenny Perry? And we were like, ah, I hope it's not. But there were a lot of people apparently backing the Kenny Perry hire. Um, from Mattress from Mac. Mattress Mac to Bob Stoops. Everybody in between said Kenny Perry should be the guy. Um, so Zach Barnett of Football Scoop said, you know, they're zeroing, zeroing in on him. And then he goes back and says, doubles back and says, oh, actually, nope, they're going in different directions. But okay, cool. Feel, feels like to us that we dodged that North Texas dodged that bullet, right? Absolutely. Feels like that. Yeah. that it wasn't the hire that I wanted. It wasn't the hire you wanted. Listen, just... if you have to have Mattress Mac vouch for you to get a football coaching job, yeah, we're, we're okay. We're all right. So, anyways, they dodged that bullet. Obviously, there was always the Justin Fuente and Garrett Riley dreams, the pipe dreams of those happening. And um, I obviously would have loved those, but that I don't know how realistic those were in reality or how those conversations ended up. Um, I feel like Garrett Riley will get a very prominent job sooner than later. So you take those off the board. Uh, you had like Casey Keeler and some other guys um, I wasn't too, too high on. But also, I'm not going to act like I know everybody and how they would do at North Texas. So with all that being the case, it comes out today that Eric Morris is the head coach. And Eric Morris, I knew the name. I don't know how many people knew his name, but I knew the name because of what he did at Incarnate Word, obviously San Antonio. Um, 
and adding Carnivore, he took over a one and ten program, went five hundred for a couple seasons, and went ten and three in twenty twenty one before uh, going over to Washington State um, and taking his quarterback with him and Cameron Ward, and they you know lit it up at Incarnate Ward for a couple years uh, for a year, and then went to Washington State and did pretty well over there last year. Um, before that, he was at Texas Tech, the offensive coordinator with Pat when he, when they had Pat Mahomes. Um, he was a player under Mike Leach, rest in peace, peace to Mike Leach. Just a real, real sad story there. But I mean, a Mike Leach descendant to a degree, uh, yep. played under him, uh, worked under him for a year and then went to Texas Tech and had Pat Mahomes and, you know, lit up scoreboards there. Um, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Uh, I think we should start on the, on, on the, I guess, first of all, reaction is I feel like a lot of the fan base at first reacted how i guess i reacted where it was like who's this guy yes meh type of thing you're like all right we'll see what happens um i want to set the scene of listen to bruni and i because i think i think i i I think you said you really liked him i really like him i think everyone really like him um i guess i just want to kind of start in with the incarnate word word thing um unless you had some stats on that because i was just going to go over what he inherited um no no yeah so so here's here's a couple of things. Why didn't we like Seth as a coach? He was unable to completely turn the program around, was unable to develop quarterback talent um, to a certain degree, can't win the big games, obviously. Eric Morris has checked all those boxes from my eyes, obviously, just looking quickly. So Incarnate Word, coming into the 2018 season when he won his conference title, he they were projected ninth in the conference. He won the conference title. They have two bad years. Then they get back to it and win it again. And I think that tells me that he's that 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 tells me that it's not a fluke. He's able to bring something back, right? Whereas Seth, he had those two years with Mason, wasn't able to bring anything back. Obviously, there was some success, but there wasn't that big game. So the fact right off the bat that Incarnate Ward was projected ninth, won the conference title, then won it again two years later after they had two down years, or sorry, three years later after they had two down years, that meant a lot to me. Secondly, developing quarterback talent. Cameron Ward. From middle of nowhere, uh, I looked this up, Columbia, West Columbia, Texas. Yeah. He averaged 12 pass attempts per game, went to Incarnate Word, and lit it up in 2021, throwing for 4,600 yards, 47 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and then went to Washington State and threw for, you know, uh, hold on, sorry, threw for 3,000 yards, 23 touchdowns, only eight picks, and rushed for five touchdowns. This guy was a no, not even ranked. Yeah. And he, and he was able to develop this guy from 12 pass attempts a game to going to Washington state. Yeah. And that, and that to me shows a lot because it's not like you're inheriting a guy that lit it up like Mason fine. You're not getting a Bryce Drummond, which you've seen, which is able to light up at the high school level. This guy averaged 12 passing attempts per game and you, you turn him into this. Yeah. And, and to me that speaks volumes. I, I, I agree. I think that, oh, we can start there. Um, I think, and as as unfair as it might be to set the trail, we have to, to a degree, compare this hire to set the trail because I think when a lot of people look at this hire, they're going to look at this and be like, "Well, this is Seth Latrell, right? Like you're you're hiring a coordinator from a from a P five job, and it's they're both thirty seven years old when they took the job. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, to me, there is a significant difference in where these two um, people are, coaches are at the age of thirty seven. And um, obviously, you know, different opportunities, sure, whatever, whatnot. Uh, but the first thing I've written down is head coaching experience. And 
Seth Luttrell obviously did not have that. Not a lot of people do at the age of 37. But for Eric Morris to have head coaching experience for four years at Incarnate Word, which is a you know Division One FCS school, and for him to have success at the head coaching ranks for four years, I mean, obviously, basically two years good and two years at 500, that experience matters to me. Yeah, that so that already separates him from a candidate like Seth Luttrell. So that's the first thing. The second thing I think you 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 hit on it beautifully was the quarterback development, and I even more than quarterback development because you could argue whatever Mahomes is you know he got Mahomes and Mahomes was great out of high school right. too. But it's about making your offenses work with different quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, obviously, we don't got to say it. We know what he was. Awesome at Texas Tech. He, and he was the offensive coordinator and receivers coach for him. Um, so, yeah, made the offense work around Patrick Mahomes. Cool. Cameron Ward, very different quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Molded him from nothing. Built an offense around him at Incarnate Ward. Wins 10 games. Goes 10-3. and three, And then tra- takes him to, to Washington State and goes 7-5. and five, Has a very good year over there. Okay. Um, John Copeland. I don't know if y'all remember this. When North Texas played Incarnate Word back, I think it was 2018. 2018. Yeah. 2018. John Copeland, at quarterback, he finished the year with over, I think it was like 3,300 yards. John Copeland. Okay. And then even if you take out those three guys and you just look at the other quarterbacks, like uh, from the before Mahomes era and the after Mahomes era, I think he had a year of both of those at Texas Tech. They still passed for over 4,000 yards as a team. And it hasn't mattered what quarterback has gone in there. With him as offensive coordinator, they have pumped out 4,000-yard passing seasons every single year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What what did you say Ward passed for this year? Like 3,300? Uh, it was 3,600, 3, I think. Oh, okay, so there's the exception. 3,600 yards. I lied. 3,000. 3,000. Okay, 3,000 yards. 3,000 yards this year in, in the Pac-12. So, But the point stands is he's had success with every single quarterback. And how many times did we talk? come on this podcast, talk about Seth Luttrell, and be like, you know, you had X, Y, Z. After Mason Fine, you went through a billion quarterbacks. Yeah. Finally settled on Austinani, and even Austinani was kind of hit or miss at times. Like, it didn't really matter what quarterback you gave Eric Morris at these stops. He just produced points, and I think that is a huge, huge deal. So you pair that with his head coaching experience. Those are the two main things. Uh, that stick out to me. Um, I'll get into recruiting in a bit, but I'll let you respond to to those two. Things. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's what everyone's been wanting, right? Um, it doesn't. It's not the splashy hire that we predicted it could have been like, with a Garrett Riley or yeah. um, Fuente, but it, in my eyes, this is almost a better hire because you have a guy that is proven from the get go of of one not inheriting a good program and turning into something, but then also facing adversity and making something out of it again. And I think that's the biggest thing for me is the fact that he was able to have success, lose that success, and then come back from it. And then, you know, continue to develop guys at the same time. So that that's that's just my 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 biggest thing. Because that's where this team's at. It's it's in the down part. It's in the down part. It has the talent, but it's in the down part. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, we're not it's not rebuilding. It's not like when Seth Luttrell took over, right? Correct. It's not, Correct. It wasn't yeah. one of them. not at all. Not at all. And that's why, again. For those saying, oh, this is – or I, I haven't even seen this that much, but I think just logic will tell you, 37-year-old offensive coordinator from P5 job, that also applied to Seth Luttrell. This program is on a very different footing and will be expected, obviously, which is why they made the hire, to take a step forward in the American under Eric Morris. And I think he is more qualified at this point than Seth Luttrell was when he was 37 years old. Um, the second part 
I think this is big, is for those who didn't listen to Gabe Brooks, I tried uh, quote tweeting it. And that, putting yeah, it out there, you go so. on that because that was an insane, some insane Gabe is insight. awesome. Yeah, that was some We got to get Gabe insight. on, actually. We got to get Gabe on the podcast. Um, but he went in, we, he went on a long spiel. He was probably on there for, what, 20 minutes? He was on there for a while. Yeah. Talked about North Texas, the job, blah, 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 this and that. From a recruiting perspective, he said he has two things that stood out to me. One was that he has talked to many schools in the Dallas area that said they can count on one hand the amount of times that the South Patrol staff visited their school. All right. And that's in the, the DFW area amongst very high power schools that Gabe Brooks knows very, very well. All right. That is inexcusable, right? That's just inexcusable. Start. You can't have that. And they had good classes in the past. North Texas did, right? So we're not saying that they couldn't recruit, but there is something to holding down your base in the Dallas Fort Worth area specifically that can lead to sustained success um, yeah. overall. That was the first thing. The second thing was, uh, and this kind of is a separate point, is that he he has talked to many coaches across the country, whether not necessarily head coaches, but just coaches that would have traded their rosters with North Texas roster. And how many times did we say that throughout the past three, four years? It was like, they're not losing these games because of less talent. They're yeah. just not. And that that those two quotes stood out to me. But let's go back to the recruiting one first, right? When Seth, when Seth Luttrell took over the job, he had bounced around a bit um, as a coordinator, right? And he didn't have those ties to Texas anymore, right? He played in Oklahoma. He's from Oklahoma, uh, GA at Kansas, spent three years at Texas Tech as a running back coach. So that was the one. But then Arizona, Indiana, North Carolina. Those were his next three stops. All right. Eric Morris, you look at his tree. He played at Tech, uh, was a GA at Houston, spent one year at Washington State under Leach, came back, was Texas Tech's OC for five years, was Incarnate Words head coach for three years, went to Washington State for one more year, and then comes back. Like, it's just, it's just, he knows Texas a lot better than Latrell did when he took this job. I think that's very safe to say. I don't think I'm breaking any news here. Um, but I even went a step further, Colin, because oh. you know me. Yeah. That's what I do. Overachiever. Overachiever. I looked at Eric Morris's top all-time commits, okay? And I also looked at his 2021 class in Incarnate Word, right? That actually was a very, very solid class. Um, had a couple really quality players in this Incarnate Word 2021 class. So first, I'm, I'm just going to real quickly name where these players are from. I'm going to do the all-time list first. I'm going to okay. do where these players are from. Athens, Texas, Arlington, Texas, Corsicana, Texas, Wichita Falls, Texas, Mustang, Oklahoma, Bel Air, Texas, Argyle, Texas, Mansfield, Texas, uh, Dallas, Texas, Corsicana, Texas, Missouri City, Texas, Kel Keller, Texas, Allen, Texas, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Ennis, K Texas, Amarillo, Texas, and Belton, Texas. Mm -hmm. Those are his top recruits. Ever. And all those guys are 85 and up rated recruits. Okay. So that, and then if you go to the Incarnate Word, it's pretty much the same thing. Of that, this 2021 class, he was it was Missouri City, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, Houston, Texas, Arlington, Texas, Ennis, Corpus Christi, Texas, San Antonio, so on and so forth. Yeah, you get the point. This guy, at the very, very least, has a foundation of how to recruit Texas, and that I think he understands more so how to build a base in the DFW area, and I think he'll understand what he has to do to retain that base at a little bit better of a clip than what Latrell and company did. 
So that's my other point. I'm gonna. Uh, I do. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here no, because ahead, push back. Uh, North Texas had a stat. I forgot what it was. It was tweeted out at some point. North Texas had the most in Texas players. So what do you say to people who bring that stat up? So there's a difference between bringing on Texas players and retaining your base, and that's what. I, and so yes. I named all those cities in Texas, and if Eric Morris comes in and recruits Houston and San Antonio but not Dallas, then we have the same problem that we had under the trail, right? Right. It's not that you can't get talents, that you're not getting the Denton, the Dallas t- talent that we we know for a fact is valuable and has won games for teams like SMU and TCU and company. So that is what we're going to have to see. And so I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying I know for a fact Eric, Eric Morris is going to lock down the city of Denton or Dallas or Argyle. I'm just saying this is a guy who is comfortable in Texas. He knows how to build a base and he knows, and he's comfortable recruiting, uh, especially offensive talent. I'm not going to speak for his defensive recruiting. I don't know anything about that. And he probably obviously won't be as hands-on on that side, but from an offensive recruiting standpoint, he was a receivers coach for a long time. He can assess quarterbacks, obviously at a high level and develop them. And ultimately that's all, that's all you can ask for. So that recruiting aspect of it is also big for me. I think that's another difference between him and Seth is that where they've been to get to this point. Yeah. Yeah. So with all that being said, do we, where do you think a, and it's probably way too early for this because we don't know what players are going to be on this team next year. Anyways, where is the, what, what's the, what's the expectation the athletic department has for, has for a guy like this, a guy that has had success, you know, pretty much everywhere he, sorry, has created yeah. success pretty much everywhere he's gone is expected to, I don't want to say win in the AAC, but be competitive to where, yeah. you know, you, you, you belong there. So, so, so what's, what would you say the expectations are for, for them to hire a guy like this? So I'm going to, I'm going to tie this into another bullet point that I have. Okay. Um, you look at it and this is a high upside hire from a, a young offensive coordinator, right? That's what this is. Yeah. Here are other schools that have hired high upside young offensive coordinator candidates. Okay. Again, I do my research for this podcast. Of course. Tyson Helton, Western Kentucky, was the Tennessee offensive coordinator. He's 42 years old uh, when he took the job. Alex Golish, uh, USF, just hired him. Tennessee offensive coordinator, 38 years old. Rhett Lashley, SMU, was the Miami offensive coordinator. He's 39 years old. Kenny Dillingham, Arizona State just hired, was the offensive coordinator at Oregon, 32 years old. Damn, like, that's young. Is, yeah. This is this is the blueprint to a degree, yeah. right? Like if, if you are not LSU hiring Brian Kelly, if you're not one of these upper echelon schools that um, is getting a top-tier coach, and if you're not, you know, obviously then there's FAU, which we talked about last time. We were like, okay, the FAU hires Tom Herman. So it's like, do you go that route? Do you try to hire like a Tom Herman-esque or do you, you know, go the younger coordinator route? It's pretty clear to me that a lot of these coaches, a lot of these schools are going the younger coordinator route. And again, I'm not here to say whether it's right or wrong. FAU might be great, but it's, this is something that is happening across college football. So when you compare this hire to those that I just named, you're not going to find a very different resumes. Like, yes, uh, Kenny Dillingham has been, all around like as a 32 year old it's crazy but like Rhett Lashley Alex Golish Tyson Helton like those type of guys if you compare those resumes to Eric Morris to me it's not very different and yeah. so from that perspective I think you're immediately 
from a coaching perspective saying, all right, we are on the same level as USF, Western Kentucky, um, even to a degree SMU. Obviously, that's, there's differences in SMU and North Texas outside of coaching, but you've at least hired a coach that makes sense when you're comparing your school to theirs. Yeah, resume versus resume. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that that's that's where I wanted to, to go with that. So I don't know if that answers we'll, – we'll get into yeah, more expectations. Well, I mean, I mean uh, to me, that your answer would, to that would be – that he's going to be able to compete is what you're saying. And that's what they expect. Yeah. And not for nothing, Eric Morris, unlike those four coaches that I just named, Eric Morris is the only one with head coaching experience. Right. And I think that speaks volumes for, for how good the hire is in my opinion. Um, I also want to say too, is I, I like this hire more just because it, I like it because it wasn't the splashy hire. I think I would have liked the splashy hire just because it's something different, mm-hmm. but it's, this hire has such a high floor in my eyes as well as a high ceiling. And when I say that, I mean, he already has the head coaching experience. He's shown success, but not only that, he's not a guy like Tom Herman where he's just, he might just up and leave in two years in my eyes. You know what I mean? Whereas a a Garrett Riley, he has his name attached to Lincoln Riley. He could be up and gone in two years. I mean, there's, there's things where if, if these coaches are overly successful or because they're too splashy, that it's the stepping stone too soon. Obviously, North Texas is a stepping stone, but I think it's you're able to build the foundation with a guy like Eric Morris more. And I yeah. could be wrong in that in, in no, thinking I, that. I but. think Tyson Helton at Western Kentucky has proven that he's been there since 2019. Yeah, and they've had they've had sustained success over there. So um, even if I mean, because at the end of the day, if he goes 12 and 12 and one on a season, he's going to be gone. Like no matter what. Like yeah, for sure. But that's with anybody. That's, that's with, with anybody. almost any team in the country. That's 95 percent of programs. If um, the Washington State head coach goes twelve and one, he's gonna go, be going to Oregon next year. Like that's just you know kind of how it goes. So again, I think and those coaches that I named, a lot of those are just from this past coaching cycle, like Golish and uh, Dillingham, and then yeah. lastly was two years ago. So I mean, Oregon hires the Georgia defensive coordinator. Like this is it's kind of just how it goes. So um, I think from an expectation standpoint this team will have an identity, which this, which Latrell's teams did have an identity. I'm not going to take that away from them. I think there was an identity uh, or a hope of an identity of being let it fly early on and then being like, okay, now let's kind of just piece together wins with, you know, the run game and defense and stuff like that and try to figure it out. But um, Morris has shown me regardless of quarterback, regardless of location, he can produce offenses that win. And, or at least put up points because at Tech, you know, they went like seven and five or six and six and weren't always winning, but he was putting up points. So that's all you can really ask for from an offensive coordinator. Um, and I think it will be exciting. So that's another fun thing. And uh, I'm I'm just – there's so many other questions that we have to weigh in. It's like how – you know, who are they going to get a quarterback? Who's going to stay from the offensive line? Who's going to stay at running back and so on and so forth? But just from an overall perspective, this higher <laughs> – Sorry, my pizza's done in the oven, so I'm going to go get that uh, and let you talk. But uh, from an expectation standpoint, I'm not expecting this team to go in there and in two years go win the American. I'm not. All right. I want to do, which is all we've ever wanted, Colin, all we've ever wanted is to be competitive with the lights of SMU, the lights of UAB, um, UTSA now. Like All we want is to be competitive, and I think this hire gives them a chance to be competitive. I'm going to go take the pizza out the oven. You let me know what you think. I'm going to listen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with everything. It's weird talking to your chair. Uh, I completely agree with 
everything you just said. I mean, that's what we've been waiting for is the competitiveness. And I think where he's been and what he's done shows that he's capable of that. And then two, you can develop the talent. Once you get the good talent from high school, you can develop the talent to be at that college level to do well, because time and time again, we've seen them recruit really well, but not quite get there or have disappointing seasons. And I think that, you know, if you can develop a guy like Cameron Ward, what can you do with a guy that's, you know, Bryce Drummond? What could have Bryce Drummond been? What could have any yeah. of these other 19 quarterbacks been? Will, yeah, yeah. Jace Bruder. Uh, uh, Jason Bean. We saw him have success at Jason Kansas. Bean. You know, like, so that's where, that's, that's where I'm the most excited. And that's where I think this team will show its competitiveness the most, is not having such high ceiling players, but have no foundation. And I feel like that's what we've talked about these last few years, is there's no foundation players where it's like okay something to fall back on it's you have the the hard hitters and there's no one else yeah i mean i think that was evident we're kind of getting off topic now but i think we've hit on everything eric morris yeah uh, for the most part i mean to get to your point of of what that's been it's funny because pro football focus put out their all defense team and three north texas players were on it and i quoted and i said these guys were great. Like, no disrespect to them. Awesome years from, I think it was Deshaun Getty, Mason Richards, and Katie Davis. Awesome years. They are all, they're very, very good players. But North Texas was like 107th in defense this past year. Like, you know, but that's what the we individual about, right? players like, were not meeting, like, they weren't playing the, as a team. They were not playing to the talent level that they had. And yeah. so, for that reason, the hire and the decision to move on made sense. And now you get to a guy who, you know, we'll have to see. I'm not, we're not crowning him as no, an American yeah. AAC champ yeah. yet, but he is at least um, a guy who has been able to capitalize on quarterbacks and make the most of them and capitalize on receiver talent um, and put, just put together competent offenses on a consistent basis. Yep. Because as much as uh, I, Latrell is a good offensive coach, I have zero doubts about that. He's a good offensive coach. It felt like if you just go back and look at a big picture, it felt like once Mason Fine was gone, it was like the they were searching off. for something. Yeah, they yeah. were searching for the next Mason Fine, and you just couldn't really do that. Then they started running the ball a lot, and they were good at that. But, I mean, this just feels different to me. This feels like a different hire than Seth Latrell. Well, it feels, like a, it feels like the hire that this athletic department has made time and time again, right? We forget that Seth wasn't a Ren hire. It was, yeah. you know – but Ren hired, you know, Grant, I'll just point out Grant, Grant had success. This feels like a very similar hire where it's high upside. It's a guy you don't really know a whole lot about, Mm -hmm. but when the hire is made, you look into it, you go, Hey, this looks good. Cause remember Grant only had one year at Arkansas state. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it it feels like a shot in the dark, but it's, it's the hire that this, this athletic department has made over and over and over and over again. And um, I'm not going to say this out of like fact, but Jared Mosley, new athletic director, right-hand man of, of Ren Baker. We knew last year they had done their research into like, you know, who potentially they could be looking at in a coaching search. This doesn't surprise me at all because if they would have made this hire last year, it would have made sense because all that happened over the past year was that um, Eric Morris went and coached a year at Washington State, which doesn't really change his resume to me too much. Like the, the offensive coordinators here at Tech – and the head coaching job at Incarnate Word were the were what this job was based off of, not the one year yeah. at Washington State. Like one year at Washington State was cool. It proved you know you could get some you know get go up there and, and play, which they went seven and five this year, which is great. But like 
it feels like a name that they've had on their radar since last year. Yeah. And now coming into this year, even though Ren's gone, they still were probably reading from the same list and yeah. being like, hey, this Eric Morris, Morris guy, let's go get him. So. Yep. All right. That's it. That's all we got. Uh, 28-minute podcast. Uh, got my pizza out the oven. Um, we appreciate you all joining us. Colin did this on his lunch break, so shout out to Colin. Yeah, I'm about, uh, to, have a, your... I'm about to have a steak, air-fried steak. Very good. I don't, I don't, Would recommend. I don't I, I don't make that whenever I come over. Just don't. No, I'm, I'm going to have another another hot chip ready for you. Walk another in the door. Chip. Here, Broody. <laughs> yeah, Colin said he's going to actually eat this if North Texas loses what boise state what yeah he's ordering one if they win if they win i'll eat one okay if north texas wins he will order and eat one on the post well not the post game podcast but whenever the post game podcast yeah a basketball podcast uh wednesday tune in we will record this in the morning i think yeah it has to be tomorrow morning has to be the morning we'll see what time probably up around what noon me yeah no I'm just kidding. No, the yeah, podcast. I, I can I can wake up at like ten. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Colin will wake up at ten to do the podcast. We'll have it up at around. Noon. Listen, I work nights. Okay. Yes, I know. I know, Colin. Nobody's I just need to make sure here. that I just need to make sure the people know. Okay. They, all they you. see, you know, they see they they hear a guy who wakes up at noon and they see the bed in the background. That's all yeah. they see. You're lazy. You know what? Yep. Degenerate. Degenerate. This millennium. This this era of kids like you. Yep. Just need a jackknife and the unwavering wonders of nature, you know? All right. That's it. That's all we got for y'all. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed the podcast. Leave a like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, let us know what you think of the hire in the comments below. Do you think it's a good hire? Do you disagree? Do you think it's a bad hire? Who do you want? Who would you have wanted them to hire? Another thing we'll have to figure out is who is he hiring as his staff? That's kind of the most important thing. When We, we really so. need to keep an eye on who the defensive coordinator is going to be. Yes, because that's – Ooh, you almost you can open up a whole another can of worms, a whole another five minute spiel here. We'll get there was, once they hire the defensive coordinator. That was Seth's whole down. That was like half of Seth's downfall. It was probably yeah, like it really 80% was. of Seth's downfall was not finding a defensive coordinator. Yep. Like ever. Just could not find a defensive coordinator to get it done. Yep. And you know, that's that's what's gonna happen if you don't do don't can't do that. So Morris will have to hire a um good defensive coordinator and kind of go from there. Um I'll start putting out the words to get them on the podcast, Colin. Don't worry. I'll make some calls. Yeah, please. Don't don't worry, Colin. I got first question. Are you bringing Cam Ward with <laughs> you? One hundred percent. The first question I will ask that. <laughs> Be like, so Cam Ward, come on now, let's bring him yeah, back. Listen, he followed you to Washington State. What's the same thing, Texas? really? Yeah, he can come back to North Texas. Yeah, same thing, really. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to be in the cold. Yeah, he doesn't want to be there. Exactly exactly hashtag bring cam ward there you go start the hashtag up print the shirts print the shirts all right that's all we got for y'all today i hope y'all enjoyed it and we'll be back tomorrow